0: Welcome to ChipChat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts.
1: Hello, I'm Renu Navale, and welcome to ChipChat Network Insights. Today, I'm speaking with Rob McBride. He's the head of product marketing for Versa Networks. Welcome, Rob, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Renu. And I know you've been a guest before, but why don't you remind our listeners who Versa Networks is and what your role in the company is? Sure.
0: So I'm head of product marketing. I'm responsible for marketing all the products of Versa Networks, who is arguably, from our point of view, the leader in delivering software-defined networking technologies as it relates to branch connectivity, aka a more simpler way to say that is we're an SD-WAN vendor and more the value add that we bring is actually integrating and embedding security inside of an SD-WAN solution that's also delivered as a cloud-native software-oriented platform. You know, in kind of summary, what we do as a company is we provide SD-WAN with security in a full stack that's multi tenant and cloud-native in a pure software platform to be brought out to market with our service provider partners or consumed for either managed or DIY-oriented deployments of SD-WAN with enterprises.
1: Great. And you said a couple of magic words that I always get excited about. You said software-defined, NFE, SDN. And I know some of us who've been in the telecom or networking industry for a long time, it has been a pretty exciting journey or industry trend that we've been part of. Can you share a little bit of insights into how these products and solutions from Versa Networks are influencing these industry trends and what types of customer pain points or challenges you're addressing with these products and solutions? Sure. Sure.
0: Very much like yourself, I've been entranced in this whole transformation with those magic words. And what I would say that what we do from Versa, to throw some names out there for the audience, Versa Flex VNF, which is a piece of software that sits actually at the premise, the WAN edge intelligence software that does the magic. You know, our director controller, as well as our management plane and our embedded analytics. What we do for industry as it relates to those three-lettered acronyms, SDN and NFE, is that you view SDN and NFE as kind of approaches, mythologies to how do I architect an overall network, so whether I'm a provider where I need to kind of transform my network to be more software oriented, to be controlled by software elements so that I have a greater agility in defining potentially services, NFE is an element of how do I deliver some of those SDN characteristics in a sense, right, like virtual network functions, various different other components within the NFE construct. So what SD-WAN is is basically kind of like a solution that has basically got all of those things kind of packaged up to actually be already pre-bundled as a service in a sense. So, our previous journeys along this is: I want to virtualize a router. I want to virtualize a firewall. I need to, as an operator, delivering a service. I need to figure out how do I put these together and orchestrate them, and then then I put that inside of a defined service, whether it's like a managed VPN service or whatever. But SD WAN itself kind of comes already prepackaged with the inherent characteristics of SDN. And for some vendors, more notably, I would say on that front, um, you know, obviously take the heart, the NFE um, characteristics and architecture, but we bundle it into a product that is actually then delivered and then is consumed by, say, providers to provide a managed service or a reselled offer, or it's a product or a service solution that an overall enterprise can then deploy across their wide area network. And the pain points that ultimately SD-WAN was brought to market to address were, the overall enterprise WAN landscape has changed dramatically in the sense that the types of applications for both business as well as productivity, collaboration, or even customer-oriented services, the location of where those kind of applications now are residing or the nature of those applications have changed dramatically. We moved from virtual data centers to now more cloud-oriented types of services and consumption models. Those services are now off-premise, so there needed to be a better and more optimized method of connectivity in order to access those applications for the business. Two, those applications tend to be a little bit more either media-rich or more bandwidth-intensive, in a sense, or more real-time oriented. The most common example would be things like Zoom or utilizing Office 365. Now, things are using more bandwidth that need to go off-premise. And so it created this, a problem for the enterprise where their existing transports and their existing WAN wasn't basically cut out to either have enough capacity or be able to address the necessary quality of service metrics in order to ensure a high user experience to the business. So the existing transport technologies that were used were very good for real-time oriented, but were not necessarily the most cost effective in some eyes to allow the enterprise or the businesses to actually increase capacity rapidly. quickly to address their application transformation. So SD-WAN brings this ability to have a transport agnostic architecture so they can leverage their existing MPLS connectivity for certain types of critical applications, but more easily and more readily and quickly be able to consume other methods or additional transports into their WAN to increase capacity at a much more cost-effective manner. And then because it falls in line with the SDN and NFE kind of mantra, where you have control that's been simplified or control that is centralized, visibility and all the various different components that its delivered network and security services, SD-WAN also then centralizes that visibility and management for the whole entire WAN estate. And then the other value out of SD-WAN is it now changes to more of an application-oriented architecture. So now, instead of utilizing where do I need to go, it is more around what am I using What is the application what does the application need to do and how does the application need to be served across my entire infrastructure and then how do i define a policy to that and then have the infrastructure automate how its traffic string you know obviously packets and things around it in order to provide that policy adherence okay so that's the enterprise point and then from the service provider side You know, Obviously, they were going through a transformation. They needed to virtualize their infrastructure, adopt SDN and NFE. They were feeling the pains from their own customers as far as wanting to adopt alternative forms of transport in order to address their own cloud transformations. And so SD-WAN being delivered to them provided them an immediate product or an immediate solution they could package and then deliver and be able to serve the needs of the enterprise.
1: So this SD-WAN solution, can you share what Intel's ingredients of products it uses or leverages within its solution?
0: So all of our software stacks are DPDK optimized so that we can ensure high performance packet delivery. We also utilize in our recently released Versa branded appliances. We default across every appliance that we have, we leverage a QAT in order to accelerate crypto. And obviously that's critical to an SD WAN perspective because SD WAN also delivers a site-to-site solution that is delivered over IPsec. And obviously, if we're talking about higher bandwidth being used by the enterprise, it was very critical for us for us to utilize acceleration technologies to make sure things that are encrypted are also not being impacted in delivery. Our entire architecture is built for Intel x86 architectures. So whether it's appliances that are utilizing atom-based processors or Xeon D processors, and everything that we deploy on, whether we're deployed as bare metal or virtualized, is actually deployed on Intel-based appliances.
1: Fantastic to hear. So Rob, can you also share some information about how many service providers or enterprises are deploying um, your solutions or in how many countries or any such information that you can publicly share with our listeners today?
0: I think today our count probably is around 90 plus service providers across the globe that are utilizing Burson networks to deliver a managed SD-WAN or managed WAN. Manage routing, or even potentially a managed security offering within their portfolio here within North America. You know, some of the big guys, Verizon, CenturyLink, Zayo is another one. We also have Comcast as being the first cable operator actually to deliver a SD-WAN-based business VPN service that's actually powered by Versa. We're global. So we've got presence in North America. We have presence in Latin America. We have presence in APAC, Japan, you know, we have a variety of different operators. If I start talking about from a service provider perspective in EMEA, um, examples being that like Virgin Media would be just one to call out. From an enterprise perspective, I think it's safe to say we're probably just crossing over the 1,000 enterprise customer threshold that have been deployed, Versa, in production, utilizing our Versa Flex VNF as the WAN Edge software to deliver SD-WAN services to their business.
1: That's incredible to hear. Now, as you think about, you know, the rise of Edge and 5G and 5G services, what excites you about that trend and diverse solutions?
0: You know, 5G is exciting to us because security is baked into our solution. We're multi-tenant offering also, right? And so the very nature of what we deliver to our customers allow for them to actually segment their edge network. So whether it's a provider or whether it's an enterprise that's using us to provide intelligent connectivity across the WAN. And there's a level of segmentation. The most classic example of segmentation is guest versus corporate type of access. The beauty about 5G now is it's a higher capacity form of transport that can be delivered to, say, remote sites or being embedded inside of smaller types of IT-oriented devices. But the other aspect around is really around network slicing, right? We're, we're excited about it because our segmentation and our capability to deliver a high degrees of segmentation from you know, corporate assets or on a contextual basis, user device application, as well as a destination want to go, can marry up very nicely to the concept of network slicing for 5G. And so right now we're working with a lot of our top tier partners to be able to address 5G as a method of supported transport. We think our security offering, in addition to our segmentation and multi-tenant capabilities, just marries up very nicely into the overall idea of network slicing within 5G. And it helps kind of expand the overall applicability of the technology we deliver from virtualizing WAN connectivity through SD-WAN as we kind of look at other use cases relative to like, you know, artificial reality, virtual reality, IoT sensors and things like that that need this method of connectivity that is more reliable as well as higher bandwidth Capacity in a sense, it's arguably probably going to deliver more agility and flexibility to deliver bandwidth or deliver connectivity to devices without it having to be wired.
1: I know Versa has been a member of the Network Builders community for some years now. Can you share what value the program has brought and what you would like to see going forward as well?
0: You know, from a marketing angle, it provides me an avenue of additional brand awareness and a voice. To deliver to a variety of other like-minded organizations whether they're customer type or potentially future technology partners and vendors that are looking at how do i utilize Intel based technology to deliver high value services across the market as well as deliver innovation. So we've been able to collaborate with a variety of other ecosystem partners that are both on the customer side as well as the overall technology vendor and partnership side. And so the ecosystem has helped us generate new partnerships, fortify existing partnerships, but also gives us an avenue to work directly with Intel to capture on, you know, net new things as it relates to new chipsets, new types of capabilities being brought to market by Intel and do some testing and advertisement or marketing associated to that testing of the value of our software, utilizing Intel-based architectures and the performance that it actually delivers. So in general, it provides us a great avenue to ensure that everyone is aware of the innovation that Versa is delivering with Intel technology, as well as a collaboration with a variety of different partner types and even eventually awareness down to the customer level.
1: Thank you, Rob. Can you share where our listeners can go to find out more about Versa Networks? Sure.
0: Versa-networks.com. Um, the other place relative to this new service, we call it Bursa Titan. You can go to titan.bursa-networks.com to kind of get an overview of the new next generation SD-WAN with security offering. And then from a social media perspective, on our Twitter handle, at, at Bursa Networks.
1: Rob, thank you again for being on Chip Chat Network Insights, and we hope to have you back on the show again.
0: Thank you, Renew, and I look forward to actually coming back on and talking with you, everybody.